Yo! We're back. Killer Sports Pick Podcast. NFL, baby. We got our mojo working. Week five. You got Killer and my main man. Ground Jordan. What's up, Killer? Nothing much, man. We got to keep that mojo working, man. We're crushing it. We are. Episode 26. We're on a roll. Do you need some lemon juice to clear your throat? Yeah. You want to send me some? Yeah. <laughs> hey, let's first off, let's uh, thank our sponsors, New England Fleece. You can visit them at northeastfleece.com. Let them know that Killer and Ground Jordan sent you to get a free blanket. And Gray Gear, play forever. What's your play forever? Clearing your throat. <laughs> hey, I got also, a visit our website. Oh. What? Go, go, go. I got a surprise, but go. <laughs> I have a surprise. It's our website. Killasportspicks.com. And follow us on Twitter at Killasportpick. All right, nice. I'm ready for a surprise. You ready? Yeah. Hello? <laughs> Is that Judge Judy? <laughs> Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. She's talking to you. Sh- she made it all the way over to your house? Yeah. What's your first name? Uh, Ground. No. <laughs> she knows. <laughs> so. I want you to speak slowly, speak clearly, so that I can understand you. All right, Judge Judy, we got to get ready for our uh, podcast, okay? Introduce her to uh, Mr. T. (laughs) Mr. T was here earlier. I don't know where he went. Let me see. I think he left. He was here. Oh, they got to meet next week. Yeah, where'd he go? (laughs) He left. Shoot, yeah, he left. Sorry. All right, well, next week they can both meet each other and hang out. Definitely. They'll have interesting conversations. I think I can arrange that. So, we're going into week five. Wow. Good NFL season so far. Any surprises It's been a to crazy you? start. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, I think a big surprise so far this year is, like, Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. You don't know who, what team you're going to get each week, you know? Yes. Um the games you think they should lose, they win. Games you think they should win, they lose. Um, I didn't think the Giants would be doing this bad. I thought that they were going to have a, a really good season. Um, let's see. A lot of ties. There's been a, a lot of ties in the league so far yeah. this year. They've got to they've got to switch up the way they do overtime. I don't I don't like it. I don't either. I like the college version, but I think more than anything, it should it should not it shouldn't be any ties. Like you should have to play until you win. You know. Uh, I agree. I think they should just throw fifteen minutes on there and let them play. Yeah. And then if they're tied, fifteen more minutes. But I I don't know. But I think like with the TV contracts and time limits and stuff, I think that's might, it might be a reason why I'm not sure. But I agree. Like they should. Uh, Extend the overtime period. But for me, surprise uh, of the year, I would, I, I'm with you with the Giants. I just thought that 
them, um, you know, a lot of blame was placed on McAdoo for what he did with Bench and Manning. But, like, Manning's not showing up. Like, I watched a little bit of them, and my son, my youngest son, it, my oldest son is a Giants fan, and, like, he goes nuts when they lose. And, like, man is just sitting in the pocket. <laughs> like, I was like, what is he waiting for? You know, throw the ball. But th- they're not doing anything offensively. You know, they got Barkley, who's unbelievable. And I just hope he doesn't grow stagnant with them. Uh, another surprise for me is uh, Denver. I I thought they they have a you know they played a great game in Kansas City. I thought they were gonna like have another one more year of rebuilding, but they look good. I think they're gonna surprise a lot of people. And New England is well. Hopefully they don't surprise. Uh, hopefully they don't surprise Kansas City. I know, but that was a great game. With uh, New England, I mean Kansas City and Denver. But what I was saying about New England, they're starting to, uh, you know, the wheels are starting to move now. So a lot of the doubters that were like doubting them a few weeks ago, like, are gonna have to change their tune. And I'm not a New England fan. All right, do you want to get into our uh, DFS lineups? Sure. All right, so we're playing on FanDuel as always. So we're going off FanDuel pricing, half point PPR, and we're given lineups from the main slate, which is the one and four o'clock games. Do you want me to go first? Don't you always go first? I think I always go first. All right, starting us off at quarterback, I'm going to take Matt Stafford. He's playing at home against Green Bay. Uh, I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. Matt Stafford is pretty cheap at 7,600. He's been putting up points, you know, in like the high teens, low 20s, but I think this is going to be possibly a little more of a a breakout week for him. Mm -hmm. At uh, running back, I'm going to take TJ Yeldon. So Leonard Fournette is out this week. So That's official? Yeah. Last I checked this morning, as a Saturday morning, he had a big O next to his name. So look back, keep keep up on that. But as of right now, T, uh, Fournette's out, TJ Yeldon's in. So TJ Yeldon's only 6,500, playing at Kansas City. Kansas City is ranked 28th against the rush. Running backs have been <coughs> racking up the yards against Kansas City. So I like him to get you know 15 to 25 points this week. Uh, up next, I got uh, Christian McCaffrey. He was an absolute beast over the last two weeks that he played. So this last week was uh, a buy for Carolina. But, um, you know, he's had over 20 points the last two weeks. He's starting to actually get work in the running game, not just the passing game. But I really like his matchup this week uh, at home against the Giants. All right, next... This wide receiver pick, um, I'd never really heard of this guy until the last week, but it's a wide receiver for Green Bay, Marquez Valdez-Scantling. He's a hyphenator. So this guy's only 4,800. The reason I really like this guy this week is that there's a chance that both Randall Cobb uh, and – Oh my gosh, I'm drawing a blank here. <laughs> Devontae Adams. There's a chance that both of them can't play this week. So if neither of them can go, Valdez Scantling becomes essentially the number one wide receiver there. 
Um, eh, you know, number two probably with uh, Geronimo Allison uh, as well. With so, a strategy for that too. Sorry to cut you. Is it's weird with with Rogers too, but they might run the ball more too because of that. It's possible. Isn't uh, Graham something up with Graham too? Um, I don't. I don't see any injury designators on Graham. I do it. He's a full participant in Friday's practice. He had a, a like a knee issue, but okay. um, he he avoided the injury designation, so okay. he, he doesn't have it now. There was there was a, a worry early awesome. in the week that he would carry that. So I like Valdez Scantling because I think he's going to see a huge uptick in targets this week. They probably will run the ball more, but Detroit's going to score. So I, I I see Packers having to throw the ball here. So. This is a very cheap guy. I mean, for any wide receiver catching passes from from Aaron Rodgers, forty eight hundred is incredible value. So, and it allows you to do some other things in your lineup as well. Mm-hmm. So, at wide receiver, because you know I'm taking him, I'm able to get uh, Antonio Brown at my next spot. He's nine thousand, very expensive. He's been kind of quiet this year so far. He hasn't been putting up a B numbers. But I really, really like the uh, the Pittsburgh wide receivers this week. Reason being is that the over-under in the Atlanta-Pittsburgh game is 58. So Atlanta's defense is not good. Um, you know, since he's been able to throw against them, uh, Breeze was able to throw against them. So I think Big Ben's going to going to put up some numbers and Antonio Brown's definitely, I think he's going to have a regular A-B week this week. Betting wise, fifty five for an NFL game is high. Like you don't, you usually, you don't see fifties a lot. You know, but fifty five is is a lot. Like that's that's pretty high. So the predictions are high for that game. Yeah, and on covers, the live over under is fifty eight. So and that's the highest for the week. So that's why I really like AB there. Um. My next wide receiver is going to be D.D. Westbrook from the Jaguars. So he's going against this Kansas City defense that is not good. So they're ranked 31st against the pass. And I think that uh, D.D. is going to be definitely a beneficiary of, of that. So you know KC is going to put up points in this game. Definitely. And that means Jacksonville is going to have to throw the ball to stay in this game. So last week... D.D. Westbrook had 13 targets. That's incredible. Wow. So I think he's going to keep keep the target share up. And at 5,900, that's a ton of value. So next at tight end, um, I was kind of torn. You know, I, I like Cook because he's cheap, and and I like I like the numbers he's putting up. Mm-hmm. However, because of the wide receiver injuries to Green Bay, I'm going to go with Jimmy Graham. He's only 6,100. He hasn't been putting up, you know, the best numbers. You know, his highs for the season have been 12 and 9. However, I think that because they're short on wide receiver depth, I think they're going to have to possibly go to him at tight end more more than they have been. So he's been getting like 6 to 8 targets a game. I think he's going to get more like 10 targets this game. So uh, I like him at tight end. In my flex, I'm going to go with Smith-Schuster for the same reasons I'm going with Antonio Brown. I think that uh, I think that 
The Steelers are going to have to throw the ball a ton to keep up with the Atlanta offense. And uh, I think Antonio Brown and Juju Smith-Schuster are both going to put up put up crazy numbers this week. Last, I got my defense. <laughs> my defense for this week is going to be Tennessee. They're playing at Buffalo. So Buffalo has the 32nd uh, ranked uh, pass passing offense and then overall 31st ranked offense. So I think that, uh, you know, it's possible that Tennessee could, could blank Buffalo at home this week. Um, and they're only 3,900. They're not one of the, one of the higher priced defenses for the week. So that gives you a lot of value at 3,900. See, I, I like, you know, I'm torn between the Buffalo game, like we spoke earlier. And Buffalo shows up when you don't expect them. And I don't, I'm not saying it's cliche, but, you know, like Minnesota, everybody expected Buffalo to lose. And what happened? They showed up. So this is kind of scary to me. You just never know when the Bills are going to show up. So I picked Tennessee. I mean, that one's kind of a gamble because you're, you're absolutely right. You don't know what Buffalo team's going to show up. But I, I think people are going to be scared to take the Tennessee defense because they'll be worried about what Buffalo did to the Vikings. Yeah. So I, I'm, I I'm hoping that it's something that can maybe set set me away, uh, set me apart on, on the lineup. Yeah, it's um, – I don't know. I've seen them in the past just historically. People come into Buffalo more towards the winter when it's snowing in Buffalo – We'll pull an upset. So that's a good pick. I like that uh, that roster. I was going to hit the rooster, but. <laughs> Can I hit the rooster? <laughs> oh, um, I kind of <laughs> I kind of went. Uh, I did a lot of research, and I said I'm going to do something different this week. Because if you notice, the guys who are doing things different are the ones winning like Trubisky was the highest quarterback last week like that right. happens and I was like wow so I'm I'm gonna do a little uh looking at my roster now but I'm gonna go with it I'm gonna start Case Keenum at quarterback I saw a lot of upside with Denver last week I know Kansas City isn't a defensive-minded team but I was just watching their offense and I think uh I think Denver is going to click, especially against the Jets. I got to go with my man Todd Gurley against Seattle. Seattle isn't what they used to be, and Gurley's going to have a huge day. The only scary part with that is once they're up, they've been up, they kind of slow down. And, you know, historically, the Rams play Seattle tough, and they sack uh, Wilson a ton of times. So I hope, you know, Gurley gets a good amount of points before they take him out. Then I'm going to go with my man, Lindsey. He was a sleeper, but he's a sleeper no more. He's been racking it up, man. This guy is like the go-to guy in their offense, both with uh, coming out of the backfield and catching the ball and just rushing. Going with Woods with, you know, Earl Thomas done for the season. I don't think they're going to be able to play these Rams wide receiver. Woods and Cups tend to be uh, the favorite, favorite of the two. And uh, Goff loves Woods on the long ball, and I think they're going to rack up on that. I love Dante Moncrief. He's been uh, one of the big uh, guys, too, for uh, Jacksonville, like you mentioned, D.D. Westbrook. Moncrief is uh, 
sneaky guy, sneaky pick this week. He had a buck on nine. Um, was it last week? Yes, he had a buck on nine last week against the Jets, and he had a touchdown. I see him having a huge day. Again, I'm gonna stick with the Denver stack. My man Thomas has to wake up this week. Like he isn't doing so well, but I think he's gonna have a breakout week this week. And one of the surprising tight ends we talked about surprises is uh, Kittle. Big week last week, 125 when receiving uh, TD. He's going against an Arizona defense that this so-so. But I just see this um, San Francisco team scoring some points. I I, I like Kittle. And then you got to go with A.B. A.B., you, got, you have to have a big day. Got to do it for me, baby. Then for my uh, defense, I stretched a little bit. I had some money left over. But I wanted to give Cleveland a try this week and see maybe they can put the brakes on uh, Flacco. So that's my lineup. Hope I win the million. <laughs> so I really like the Dante Moncrief pick. I actually have put him in one of my lineups this week. After He's, I said it. Yeah, I've, I locked it in right after he said it. Um, I I think that for the same reasons as, as D.D. Westbrook, I think both those guys are going to have uh, big days. Dante Moncrief is crazy fast. He doesn't get enough credit in the NFL. Um, but he, he did really well with Indy, uh, I think it was, what, two years ago? Yes, he's with Indy. But, um, yeah, I really like that pick. And then Cleveland, that's going to be a very low percentage-owned pick. So, you know, if they can if they can uh, take care of Flacco, that'll really help set your lineup apart. There we go. Okay, do you want to move on to our fantasy um, players and sleepers? Yeah, so we'll move well, into the, the players week. are the sleepers too. So <laughs> weekly rankings. So we'll give our top each of our top two. And then we're going to give sleepers, but it's also going to be low-owned guys or, or value plays for the week. So I'll start us off at, at quarterback. Um, given that the Atlanta pick game is the highest over-under for the week, I'm going one Matt Ryan and two Big Ben. Sneaky. I think they're both going to put up crazy big numbers. And then I got two guys that I think are going to be low-owned this week who have a very good opportunity to put up numbers. And that's Blake Bortles going against the the KC defense that's given up a ton. And then you're not gonna like this. I, I put mm-hmm. Joe Flacco. Slacko. He's been he's been connecting with uh, with Brown and Crabtree, and he's got this new tight end. So uh, I like him as a kind of a sneaky play this week. No, it's a, and then you want to do. Do that. <laughs> no, <that's... laughs> to each his own, man. All right, what are you what are you looking at for QB this week? My QB, I, I'm with you with the high scoring, but on the other side, I like Matt Ryan with Atlanta. I think he doesn't have the weapons that um, Roethlisberger has, but I think he has better accuracy. So I'm going with Matt Ryan. I'm going with Goff, and then my sleeper is going to be Keenum. I think Goff's going to have a huge day. But um, uh, I agree. I mean, Goff's putting up crazy numbers, and the Seattle defense is not what it used to be. 
No, but I I, I, I love I don't know this week I I like uh, Keenum. I like it. All right, for running backs, number one this week I think is going to be Todd Gurley, and uh, <laughs> just like I said, I don't I don't think Seattle defense can stop. I don't think anyone can stop Todd Gurley. To be honest, at number two, I'm going to take uh, Alvin Kamara, and uh, his numbers are just absolutely incredible. And uh, I got two sleepers at running back. Number one's going to be TJ Yeldon um, because the Chiefs defense has given up a lot to running backs. And then my second sleeper is Mark Ingram. So he is back from suspension. Oh, wow. Nice, nice. So he, when he, last year, he, uh, he get out-snapped Alvin Kamara. Now, that's probably not going to happen, you know, coming off of suspension and all this time off. Mm-hmm. But... There is a chance, you know, that, you know, he gets a touchdown run or, or breaks a big run, you know, in his first game back. So, yes, a sneaky he's, pick. he's a goal line guy, too. So he may vulture some of those touchdowns for, that would normally be Alvin Kamara's over the first four weeks. Yeah, he, he's a, I like how they use him at the goal line. They use that combination really well. I didn't think it was going to work, but it, it's working well. Thank you. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it for my running back picks. What yeah. do you got? So I'm going with my man Peterson. I just think he he's going to be out for revenge with uh, what New Orleans did to him last year. I think he's going to come out. They're, they're going to feed him the ball, and he's going to run hard. And I seen him. He he did. He had a revenge day against Arizona. I think this is part two of the revenge campaign. Then I'm going with Gurley. Again, he he's going to have a big day. And my sleeper is going to be a guy that's returning, too, with Cincinnati is Mixon. Nice. Um, yeah, that should be a really good game, the uh, the Cincy-Miami game. You got two three-and-one teams that probably a lot of people didn't think would be three-and-one right now. So whoever wins this game is going to be sitting in a pretty good position. Definitely. It's going to, yeah. I agree with you. It's going to be a really good game. All right, moving on to uh, wide receivers. So I think the number one for this week will end up being Antonio Brown. I think he comes back and and shows everyone why, you know, why he's paid why he's paid so much. <laughs> and and <laughs> number two, <clears throat> I'm going to go with Julio Jones. So kind of the same reasons with the over under. You know, the the volume is going to be there. And these are the two guys, Antonio Brown and Julio Jones, who are going to account for the majority of those passes from Matt Ryan and Big Ben. Nice. And my sleeper, uh, this guy I put in my lineup, Valdez Scantling at 4,800. You like this guy? Uh, I like the price. And I like the opportunity that that he has here in this game. And, nice. Uh, my other one, I also put him in the lineup, was D.D. Westbrook. But, I mean, you could also substitute that with Dante Moncrief. Um, I, I like the matchup. Nice. Good job. Hey. Oh. Sorry. Was that Judge shooting? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that's not Judge Judy. Hold on. Wait. I just. Who is it? Hold on. How you doing, brother? Oh, he's here. What's going on, man? Oh, what's up, Mr. T? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mr. T. We got a show to do. All right. All right. Go sit do down next to Judge Judy. Huh? Nobody T- mess with my mama. 
Tell him to go sit down next to Judge Judy. She left. Oh, she's gone. Where are you? Are you in Mississippi? Where are you? All right, we're in New York, man. We got to do our show, all right? It's up in Queens. There's a car dealership. All right, we got to do our show. So I want to thank Mr. T for coming on. So, uh, My wide receiver, I'm a little – We I, usually we're, we agree with each other, but it's nothing wrong with disagreeing, right? That's why I got married. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going with Tate Woods. And this guy, I've been talking about him from the beginning of the year, and he really hasn't played yet. Um, he hasn't played up until last week. Is a uh, Cote with uh, Houston? That's my oh, okay. sleeper pick. Yeah, he's really, really solid guy. I watched him a lot in college, and uh, he had a lot of targets last week. He had a big week, and I think this week they know what they can get out of him, and he's gonna he's gonna light it up. I think that's a really good sleeper pick. I'm actually jealous that I didn't pick that one. I picked two sleeper picks. No, no, I didn't. <laughs> Go to one up you. Um, all right, moving into tight end. Uh, at TE1, I think I'm going to take Zach Ertz for the week. His volume has been, you know, incredible since Wentz came back. He's been getting double-digit targets. I think they're going to have to go to him a lot in this game against Minnesota. At number two, I'm going to take Travis Kelsey. Um, he, he's he been getting close to 10 targets a game, and, and i like for that to continue. Now, my next two tight ends, I, got, I have two value guys. There's really no it's, – it's tough to find sleepers at tight end because it's such a shallow position. So my value picks for the week are Jimmy Graham at 6,100 uh, for the reasons I already explained, and then Jared Cook at, at 5,900. He's actually, you know, they're they're going against um, the Chargers. I think that game is going to be pretty high scoring. The over under is somewhere in the low fifties, so it should be pretty high scoring. And Jimmy or Jared Cook, he's been uh, he's been averaging. I think it's like fifteen fantasy points per game this season. So he's been he's been doing really well. So. Yeah, he he started off. He crushed my uh, Rams and. Yeah, he's he's pretty good. He's bunked around the NFL for a while, and you know he he seemed Raiders uh, seemed like a good spot for him. Yeah, and I, I, his price is staying low at fifty nine hundred. So I know I talk about him every week, but it's because his price doesn't go up, and he keeps producing. So I like him. It's nothing wrong with that, right? You gonna All say right. something? What do you have at uh, tight end for Winning. this week? <laughs> I, I went right with you again, uh, Cook. I like him. I like Kittle with San Fran, big part of their offense. And uh, I'm I'm waving. I'm going on that Denver wave. And uh, I like Humerman. He's a you know he, he came out last week. I thought I, what I was reading was Lacroix, Lacroix, Lacrosse. He was supposed to get the majority of targets, but Humerman down the. End of the game, he made a huge catch, and he was, you know, big asset to the Denver offense last week. So, I'm going to put him in as my sleeper. So, I was just reading that um, he was a full participant at Thursday's practice. I I had him in a few of my DFS lineups for this weekend, and then I was a little worried because he had, like, a questionable tag. But it looks like he's going to be good to go now, and he's only 4,400 
and I think he's going to get a ton of uh, a ton of value for for that price. So I'd look for him to get somewhere around eight to ten targets this game, and I think he's got a good shot at you know getting a touchdown. So that's a really sneaky pick for this week. Sneaky fit. <laughs> All right, moving on to defense. So I don't think you're going to like this one. At number one for the week, I'm predicting Panthers. Uh. So, for a couple of reasons here. So, Eli, something looks off with Eli. He's like, I agree. He's just like not making the reads. He's not getting the ball out of his hands. And uh, I, don't, I don't really see that turning around anytime soon. So, I, I'm going to add that to the fact that the Panthers – came off their bye week so they've had two weeks to or an extra week to prepare for this game they're also playing at home panthers play pretty good defense at home so combining all that together i think that the panthers uh give eli um a fit this uh this sunday all right number two i'm gonna take uh take the rams ah Um, smart man I I think they are going to absolutely dominate Seattle. They they've had Seattle's number over the over the years being in the same division. So even when Seattle was, you know, really good and they were a playoff team, the Rams were beating them. Now, tables have turned and I think the Rams are going to go into Seattle and just absolutely destroy them. <laughs> I'm with you. Um all right, and then my sleepers for the week, I got Tennessee and Denver. Um, I think oh, that, gross! <laughs> I think that the uh, I think Von Miller is going to get after Darnold this game, yeah, of course, and uh, of course. Darnold, you know, he he's been throwing some interceptions and uh, with not a lot of pressure on him, and I think Denver is really going to pressure him this weekend, and I think that's going to lead to some turnovers. Nice. So I it's it's funny we we kind of look out out of the same glasses sometimes. I have the Rams as number one again. Like I said in the beginning, historically, they sack Wilson constantly. And the defense, the front four is unbelievable. Um, they're, they're just going to dominate this game. I have Denver, great defense. Von Miller is going to be all over Donald. And I think they shut the Jets down. And then at my sleeper is Cleveland. I don't know. I don't have anything to back it. But I just think that they're gonna come out and, and shut Baltimore down. That that's I All aboard I hope so. <laughs> like I don't have any reasons behind that one, but Cleveland's fantasy points per game as a defense is actually, you know, it's not bad at all. They they've been getting in these high scoring games and they've they had the tie and they lost, you know, I think what yeah, are they, they but they're still Pitt. their their defense is still putting up fantasy points. Yeah, Pitt they had sixteen, New Orleans they had seven, and Jets they had nine, and then they fell off with three, and that was a high scoring game. But I, I just I don't know they're looking good, but again no rhyme or reason. That's I like it. So I think I think we got some uh, some good weekly rankings for people that should help people. You know if they're not using our exact lineups. Uh, or they're looking at possibly who to start or sit. I think I think there's some good advice in there. All right, Definitely. our uh, last segment is our against the spread. So 
on the season right now. We're sitting at 57%. Woo! <laughs> Did you like that? I loved it. That was me, actually. Oh, you got your air guitar out? Yeah, I'm the best air guitar ever. <laughs> so, hopefully after this weekend, we can bump it up over 60, but 57 still great. As long as we're in the positive. There we go. So, my picks for this week. Uh, number one, I'm going to take Denver minus one. So, I think that Denver is going to win this game pretty handily. So, that seems like a pretty easy one to me. Next, I'm going to take Green Bay minus one. Um, I I don't see Green Bay, you know, losing this one. It's uh, they're They're missing some key wide receivers, but... I just I believe in Aaron Rodgers and uh, the consensus on covers sixty two percent with Green Bay. Nice. And number three, I'm going to take Minnesota plus three. This game is almost even. It's forty eight percent to fifty two percent. Philly does not look as good this year as they did last year. Um, I think I know Minnesota had that really bad loss to Buffalo, but I think that Minnesota is kind of underperforming this year and, and I'm looking for them to to get back on track here. So I'm gonna take Minnesota plus three. Here it is. I am going with the Rams. I play Rams every single week. That's just it's it's just how I do. I I'm a Rams fan I always I always play the Rams. I'm going with Arizona. I think that uh they showed a lot of upside last week, and they're going to have a huge game. I know it's minus. They're getting three and a half in San Fran. San Fran didn't look bad last week either, but I just I like uh, Arizona here. Then I'm going to go with Houston. Houston's clicking now. They got everything going. It's going to be a good rivalry, minus three. They're playing uh, Dallas, who's been up and down. But I think uh, at the end, I think. Houston will have the win. And I have the Man Cave picks. They have Cincy minus six, Buffalo plus five and a half, and Kansas City minus three. Nice. We went a few weeks without any Man Cave picks. I know. They were uh, <laughs> we were just throwing food down to them. But now they, uh, they're back <laughs> up and <laughs> they're ready to go. They want to they wanna get into business now. Sounds good. So you have anything else for this weekend? No, I'm just excited. Uh, we got a holiday. Oh, I got to wish uh, my man Boom Baby a happy birthday. I think he's 70 now. <laughs> <laughs> I want to wish him a happy birthday. He's a, you know, he listens to us every week and, you know, we got to get him on one time. He really, really enjoys the show and he spreads the word, the word, wow, tongue twister, about to show you each week. So. Happy birthday there, Boom Baby. I know you're listening. I know you're watching your Alabama Crimson Tide today. So happy birthday. So uh, anyone who, you know, listens to the NFL show every week, um, make sure you go back and listen to the previous show that, that just came out. It's the college football and MLB DFS picks. There we go. Oh, and also this week. Uh, there's going to be some uh, UFC picks on there as well. Yes, we had a great college football UFC, DFS baseball. Great time. 
And if you love winning money, listen to the podcast. Visit our website, killasportpicks.com, and follow us on Twitter at killasportpick. Awesome. Great job today, Ground. You did. Catch up with you, baby. Later, I'm out.